Hello and welcome to Close Calls Live on the 42.e Facebook page, uh, brought to you in association with Air Sport. Each Friday we'll be dialing up the hottest pundits in the game, you know the story at this stage, to preview the biggest sporting event of the weekend. Uh, Eric Donovan last week, I think he got the McGregor fight fairly spot on. Jason Quigley looked like an Egypt, but sure, that's a story for another day. <laughs> this weekend it's all about the All-Ireland Hurling final. Uh, Fintan O'Toole and Gavin Casey here. We are delighted to be joined on the line by the great Shane McGrath. Shane, you're on duty there, are you? Yeah, yeah, always working hard here uh, in the primary teaching sector so uh you know the work the work never gets done like you know? <laughs> yeah no wonder tough week this week back to school <laughs> tough week this week back to school you know but you know it just can't be doing too much this week you know let the kids find their feet and see how we go <laughs> in for next week on so i suppose we better chat about some hurling i mean one of the uh main talking points coming into it um finton has heard some whispers yeah i suppose the, the teams are both being named tonight um obviously Waterford are going to have to make a change with conor gleason out suspended and it looks people will think tidy brook will come back in there but there's a bit of speculation that johnny glynn might be a surprise inclusion for galway uh obviously you know about him shane maybe looking back to 2014 he caused you a bit of damage in that qualifier um before james barry went back on him for the for the second half what do you make of that i mean it's a big big call if he's uh, pitched in considering he's played so little hurling this year the lads would obviously look to him, like Smith Hall, and the management looked to him maybe as a big day player. But I mean, who who loses out for Galway? Maybe Cahill Mannion just hasn't been hitting the form. Uh, he has been the last couple of years, but uh, I I I would question it. I know that uh, the great Brian Cody is one for you know making these big calls in the final day, and they usually work out. So I mean, there has to be some reason behind it. I mean, they're not just going to start him because he's Johnny Glynn. He's obviously must be showing something in training, like. All the Galway forwards are ball winners. Like they're all six foot plus. I mean, there was an interesting fact in the semi final. The Paddy Maher was the only lad that was heavier than the fella he was marking, you know, out of the tip backs. Like, so I mean, they're all absolute monsters. I mean, like, so I mean, I don't think winning ball is really a problem for them because they are so physically big. Like, you know, um, if I if 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 I was if if I was the manager, I'd be I'd be going with Cahill Mannion just for speed because I suppose Watford the Watford backs are they're good hurlers, but they're they're not huge men either. Like, you know, so I mean. It's 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 a tricky one to know, like you know. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see on Sunday if if Johnny Glynn is lining out wing forward or not. Like, yeah, I suppose the way Watford play, like if I was asked either V or now, could you name the Watford half back line? And you might struggle, like, because you know you just don't know the, the way they line out. They, they, they don't actually have a certain half back line. Like, um, I think the the loss of Conor Gleeson is massive for a few reasons. The first reason being that he's probably the best man marker in the country at the moment um, he, he it often goes unseen the amount of work he does and he, he plays a lot of his game around midfield but what he's been doing for Watford has been picking up the strongest guy of the opposing team and nearly cancelling him out and he's done it the last couple of matches for him secondly he's from the same club as Jamie Barron and they, they would have an unbelievable understanding just be from the same club as to right I'm going forward you're going to sit here and it's very hard to get that with an inter-county guy you want to be playing with each other for a long time so whoever comes in there I don't think Jamie Barron is going to get the same freedom as he got knowing that Conor Leeson was always there to cover him so I think the loss of Conor Leeson is massive Tiger just will just float back into the sweeper thing it's, it's, it's what happens then after that because Galway forwards are on such good form that if, if, if just say you mark Conor Cooney Joe has a massive game you try and mark Joe you know and next thing, Conor Whelan, who's in line for Hurler Deer, has a massive game. So it's 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 going to be a tough task for him on Sunday. But I think the loss of Conor Leeson won't you won't actually realise how big of a loss he is until maybe 10, 15 minutes into the game. There, like I suppose I was listening to John Milan during the week, and he made he made a great point about putting all the pressure on Galway. In that, you know, for a lot of them, it's their third goal at trying to win an All Ireland, like and that they haven't won it yet, so that the pressure's all on them. Whereas the Watford lads are kind of a young team with the exception of maybe Kevin Moore and Brick there, they're all in their 20s. So that they, they'll feel they'll have another 
nine or ten years at this, whereas maybe some of the Galway lads will feel if we don't do it now, we might never do it, as you said, like, you know. But, I mean, Galway, Galway have won All-Ireland. They just haven't won the big one, I mean, in, in inter-county sense. You think since 2004, some one Galway team has won some form of hurling All-Ireland, be it the All-Ireland club, the All-Ireland minor, or All-Ireland under-21. And, I mean, you know, they, they have won All-Ireland. They have won on the big day. They just haven't done on, this was the biggest of days. And they just need to get over the line. Like So I, I feel that this Galway team, I've said it all year, that they're different animals. Like, you know, that this this added pressure or anything like that, I don't think will phase them because they have so many good players. And they have such a strong panel there this year that I feel that it is fully theirs to lose. And when it comes to, when it comes to the crunch with two teams who, you know, they're maybe they're, they're not used to being in finals as such. Like, you know, if, if it was against the Kilkenny for all the world and you're four pints up, right, and you feel that, right, you're, you're where you are saying to yourself, oh, let's just please, please blow it up soon, ref, or don't let them get a goal, you know, against the likes of Kilkenny's that you know could do it to you. Whereas if you're playing against a team that, right, you know they mightn't be as mentally strong or haven't won as much as you have, and you feel, right, we're up by five, last 10 minutes of the game, we're going to win this because, you know, because you just, you know, you, you, may, you might know how the other team think, if that, if that makes sense to you, lads, you know. Waterford's perspective coming in, the two lads you mentioned, like the two sort of elder statesmen, are the only ones who've played in an All-Ireland final before. So the rest of the team are coming in, I suppose, a little, not necessarily raw, but it is a new experience for them. Whereas, as you mentioned, Galway haven't been in a, a couple of finals before. There might be an added pressure on them, whether it'll affect them or not. Which kind of mindset would you prefer to be coming into a final in having been in both situations like is it like is it easier to deal with the first one or kind of responding to ones maybe that you've lost before having a bit of experience of all dealing with that and knowing how to just you know just delegate all them jobs off to people it does take a bit of weight of expectation off you and like you know lads yeah i suppose you just can't buy the experience of that first two or three minutes doing the warm-up with 83,000 people there because we don't get 83,000 people as hurlers. The football lads would, and rightly so, you know, because it's more counties play football. But as a hurler, you just you can't factor in the buzz that you're on for about three or four minutes doing the warm-up there when you hear that roar of 83,000. And, you know, if, if you kind of have the bit of experience from being there before, it does definitely help for those uh, first uh, few minutes anyway I feel like well Shane we better let you uh, get back to a few kids that need sorting out there but before we do I suspect given what you said there you're kind of half leaning towards Galway this weekend do you yeah yeah I have been I suppose not going to change your mind I've said I've said a few times they have I, I, I feel that they're five or six points the better team I feel they're in a very good place they're a very solid team they're very experienced and um, the bit of pressure I don't think we'll get to them I feel, I feel they're really really steeled up and uh, uh, psychologically you now this year the great man in Michal Donoghue he's, he's led him the right way I'm hoping for a good game of hurling but as I suppose uh, the Galway lads won't mind so I'm just I'm just going to give the nod to the Galway boys Galway by five for me Interesting a lot wider than a lot of people would have it out there uh, Yeah but I think he's probably going with the, the consensus is Galway um, and I, I think most people kind of feel like you know third final in six years uh, that their time has come Sweet. Yeah, and I know everybody. Everybody wants to see Milan ride that horse down down through the keys. Not but, everybody, uh, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, top man. So, uh, all right, thanks. Thanks a little. Shane. Speak thanks to you so soon. Much. Enjoy right, it. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, there you have it from the band himself. Um, it's uh, an interesting one. Obviously, Shane would have had experience. Uh, or I'm sure he'd be wanting the best for Joe Canning in in the final as well, having played with him all those years ago. Um, which way do you see it going? I suppose going back to the question there about like whether it suits Waterford better or, or Galway better in terms of like the psychological state. Um, 
it's a difficult one really to break down because like as Shane says there Galway could be fairly hardened by those defeats like they're not they're not always debilitating particularly when you're in a new season and you're back in the final again they can stand to you whereas Waterford we saw against Cork particularly towards the end say when Patrick Horgan swung over those t- uh, to or Horgan added the second point Cork scored two in a row and it looked like they were about to pull away even with 14 men and then Waterford kind of in the clutch to borrow an American phrase really kind of you know balls to the wall stuff got it done so they're both hardened teams coming into it like I don't think any of them or either of them are going to have hang-ups No I don't think either will have a hang-up but I definitely think uh, there's a big pressure angle here for both teams and maybe probably more so for both sets of supporters because I mean you know people have been waiting their life haven't seen this happen in their lifetime and they're probably going to be thinking it's a little bit easier to swallow like when Waterford got hammered by Kilkenny in 2008 you could say okay we're playing one of the greatest sides of all time Mm. similarly Galway um, as tough as it was to lose Kilkenny in 12 and 15 similarly you know it's it's Brian Cody's the side that he's formed Uh, you know you kind of maybe it's a small little consolation for you but I think if you lose on Sunday um, it's going to be a tougher one to swallow especially you're going to see such celebrations around you you're going to see another side finally kind of end that they're famine and you're going to be wondering you know is this is this ever going to happen for us um the one thing both of them do have is that th- they have experience you know like it's it's uh, like we said the third final six years for Galway Derek McGrath has this Waterford team on the road for four years so you know that they, that they have been building for it and they will both hope that they're kind of mentally ready and that they'll both you know I suppose they'll both be arguing they'll feel that their time has come um, and that they can finally get over the line Big time, we'll have to see how it plays out. We've got a pair of tickets, by the uh, by the way, for the big game. So uh, if you want to enter a competition to win them, all you have to do is send your uh, score prediction in the comment section. We will be picking a winner later today. So even if you're watching this video back in a while, feel free to launch it in there. We'll check them all out. And uh, one person will get two tickets to the All-Ireland Final. We did catch up with, um, on the topic of Kilkenny, Mr. Jackie Tyrrell, who gave us a prediction as to how things might unfold this weekend. Uh, here's what Jackie thought about the big one. Yeah, it's it's going to be a, it's a really you know unique pair. Um, Walford have won in All Ireland since '59. Galway the late '80s. So there's a real freshness. There's a, an appetite out there, and that's reflected in the interest for tickets for All Ireland and demand. Um, how the game is going to pan out. I suppose Gal- or Galway have, you know, have their style of direct hurling and that, but they'll they'll have to play with a sweeper uh, this weekend because Waterford, you know, play with a sweeper tied to Burke, and they're quite comfortable with that. Aidan Hart has played that role in the in the Leinster final against Wexford quite comfortably. So Galway are well equipped to um to to, to, to deal with Waterford. Um, it's going to be a really really tight game. The big question is if Waterford fall four or five points down and have to evolve from their their, their, their sweeper and defensive system, how that question hasn't been asked of them yet. Um, and if they fall in, into that situation, that's exactly where Galway would want to be. Um, the big things for Galway this year, they've locked down number three. Dahi Burke has, has filled that position really strong. And the other thing is their over-reliance on Joe Canning is gone. Joe Canning plays a clearly defined role at eleven. He makes things from happen from there. If he chips in with a couple of points, that's great. But there's not a demand on Joe to be getting five, six, seven points a game. You know, Connor Whelan has stepped up. Connor Cooney, Joe Cooney, Colin Mannion, Jason Flynn off the off the bench. So they're getting a widespread of scores, and that has helped Galway and helped Joe. Um, you know, and that was the big question for years: where do they play Joe Canning? And now they have a clear role for him. Um, so I think with those two things, 
locking down number three and centre back as well. Garrod McInerney has been brilliant there this year. Couple that with Joe Canning's role and and the weight off his shoulders and the other guys stepping up. I would just about give give the nod to Galway, but look, it's going to be really tight. Waterford will want to keep in the game up to 40, 45 minutes. Bring da- uh, bring uh, Morris Shannon in where they have a direct route or they have a focal point of their attack and they can just hit ball in there and see if they can get scores. Um, and that's what Waterford will be trying to do. But I'm just about giving the nod to Galway in a very tight affair. Good stuff from Jackie. Yeah, I suppose he's going to go with the consensus of uh, Kilkenny winning. Um, I guess the general school of thought is that you know that they've learned all the lessons that there are to be learned, and that mm. all year that they haven't put a foot wrong. Obviously, ever since they kind of annihilated Tipperary really in the league final, they've been kind of almost anointed as the All Ireland champions. With the sense that you know, or so Kilkenny on the slate a bit, and then Tip because of that defeat and the way they lost the core people. In fairness, they did recover to really put it up to Galway in the semi-final. Mm. But I mean, what, but even Galway, even allowing for that, then Galway kind of overcoming that because. We talk about them almost becoming Mayo, and like it nearly happened that day, to be honest. Yeah. But like it'll again, it'll stand to them. Sort of, you get you got pretty much the best of of tip that day. Like for all the talk about them being um, being finished, and Galway still kind of came out the other end of it. You know. So. Yeah. And like you think that maybe, you know, they're starting to learn to cope with the expectation and all that. I mean, it was there in 2015 because they beaten Tip. Uh, in the semi-final by a point and one thing I always remember about that game is that they had won the minor match in 2015 the final and like the place was absolutely electric before the senior remember something similar happening in 2013 Mayo won the minor football and there's a sense that like okay we've won the minor and like you know the supporters are all getting behind it and they're starting mm. to think their time is now and they were up by two points at half time that day but just they completely fell away in that 15 minutes um, in the second half so I know it's a different management but I would be interested if they get a good start on uh, Sunday like that they really need to drive it on in that 10-15 minutes in the second half because that that really cost them in 2015 um, for their part Waterford like that's a pretty crucial part of their games we've always seen it Waterford want to get you know to be in the hunt for success at about the 40 45 50 minute mark and then they just wheel the cavalry off mm. the bench I think that's one really impressive thing about them this year like we knew about Morris Shanahan you know we know the impact he can make in reserve but it's the likes of Brian O'Halloran for me has made a really huge impact since he's a guy um, you know we were speaking to him last day at the press day like at 18 years of age he was started in the All-Ireland semi-final again in 2010 mm. brought off after 22 minutes like and people thought you know okay the mental scars that affected him yeah, but he yeah, said yeah. it was actually he was just cursed by injuries for the next few years but like he scored I think in three of the four games he's come on this summer so I think that's Derek McGrath's plan stay in the game be in touch touching distance on the scoreboard at about the 50 minute mark and then hope he can uh, push those subs into action to finish the job off yeah like it's it, it's a thing and we've seen it implemented now I think across both uh, sports and like Paul Kerrigan who we spoke to on this show only a couple of weeks ago like that was Cork's plan against Mayo in the football as well was to literally just stay in touch until 20 minutes ago then you bring the impact lads off the bench and as you said Waterford have, have that in you know, in plan, like if you look at Marshannon, even like there were t- there are times you'd see the impact he'd make this season. You'd be like, how the hell is he not starting really? But you can understand as well from uh, Derek McGrath's perspective why you wouldn't. Like he's coming on red hot, like you know, ready to go. He's almost given like I think given his approach to the game anyway, and he's got this sort of maniacal quality to him. He probably doesn't necessarily need to kind of like get up to the speed with the game of mm. the game or whatever he just kind of comes on and makes an instant impact and, and he seems to make an impact at that time when you know defences are tiring a little yeah. I mean we saw it last year in the replay against Kilkenny got two points uh, got a great goal against Kilkenny in the qualifiers this year got a couple Scorcher. of big points against Wexford so I mean it's it's a testament to the man management because I mean we were asking Dan Shannon about this at the press day last week I mean it's got to be pretty difficult when your older brother's the selector and you're not getting picked and like you were an all-star two years ago yeah. everyone knows that you're a class forward but 
it's just probably a testament to the way that the players kind of buy into Derek McGrath's vision that, you know, okay, Shane Bennett, you basically run your socks off 40, 45 minutes and Jake Dillon, and then, then you come off and other guys get on. And the most important thing at the end of the day is that we get the victory. So I think that's the kind of plan that Walter will look to map out. Whereas I think Galway really want to hit the ground running um, in the first half of this game, maybe start sowing those seeds of doubt. Um, I know it was the, the last time Walter got to an all Ireland final, Kilkenny people have talked about it. Players, that was their strategy. They really wanted to just blow the kind of Waterford crowd and, and team away <laughs> in the 10 few minutes. I don't expect that to happen on no, Sunday, no. but I just do think there is something to that, that Galway, having, you know, they've been, it's their third final in six years with these players, that they want to kind of maybe give the impression, you know, okay, look, we're, we're used to this stage. Yeah. You know, for a lot of you, this is your first time. Um, and uh, I suppose just to kind of really, you know, kind of get that tempo up straight away and kind of put those scores on the board. Yeah, Brian Cody got man in the match in that 2008 final, he I did, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, de- a decision I quibble with, you know, they, they really had to call it, didn't they, <laughs> instead of bottling. We've got some uh, predictions coming in here. Uh, Patter O'Rugon, apologies if I botched that one, Patter. Uh, be a close match, he says, uh, but Galway will win in a hard-fought match. Uh, Aidan Delaney says, as much as I want Water- Waterford to win, it'll be Galway by four. That's a real, if you are from Waterford, Aidan, that's... Hugely pessimistic. I don't know how you can understand or how you could expect to win tickets to the game with that kind of an attitude. It's appalling stuff. <laughs> don't deserve uh, to go if you're not going to back the county. <laughs> you know? Are you going to be shouting for Galway as well, Aidan? God almighty. Um, speaking of water players kind of coming up in the clutch, uh, just before we came, we came on air, you mentioned Jamie Barron to me, and he's been a lad who's been at it all year, really. Like, Yeah, I think maybe this is the year. I suppose you know, he was an all-star last year. He's starting to gain the recognition. Um, mm. You know, interesting guy. I mean, I remember seeing him play underage. Like, he played cornerback for the under-21s one year. He was like a forward for the the uh, the miners another year but then like it's really at midfield that he's made his name and I mean it, when that game is opening up uh, as we saw in the Kilkenny qualifier the second half against Cork albeit the space was kind of granted them by the fact that they had an extra man he really does exploit it and I think I mean the big question mark over Ward for this year was uh, at full time in that qualifier against Kilkenny I mean yep. like the way Kilkenny reeled them in like just refusal to die pegged them back and I mean, like Watford have said that there was a sense of calm in the dressing room afterwards, that they still felt there was time, but you'd have to ma- imagine in the back of the players' minds, there must have been, you know, little seed of doubt. I mean, like, mm. God, you know, we're not going to beat these guys. But like, he really stood up an extra time. And, and I mean, like, there's a, I suppose, a big name GA player who retired this week, Sean Kavanagh, his sidestep in uh, Gaelic football. A lot of people talk about it. Like, like, I think everyone must know that Baron is going to do this jink, but no one seems to be able to stop him when he gets the ball. Yeah, the Aryan Robin of Waterford yeah, GA. And yeah, and he always just creates this extra yard of space, and he's just brilliant to watch. Like you know, and I think if he's a big game on Sunday and Waterford win, I think he's really a front runner for hurler of the year. I just think he's been fantastic. But uh, I'd expect Johnny Cohen. I think will m- match him. He's been a big player for Galway since he moved out to from defence to midfield um, over the past season or two. So I think uh, you know Mihal who will know well about Barnes threat and it's about kind of tracking him and kind of denying him that space to get those scores. Yeah, you mentioned the Kilkenny qualifier there, and I think that probably not certainly not in Waterford, but I think in a grander scheme of things, it's maybe underestimated in terms of like the trajectory of their season because if you look at both teams coming into this now, so we mentioned Galway against Tip, Galway kind of survive that scare if you want to put it that way it's maybe a little bit uh, disrespectful to tip and then Waterford like with the Kilkenny game I suppose both counties survived games that could have actually pretty much ended them as teams like in terms of there would have been lads just stepping away going look it's not going to happen for us in in my career and you know you're probably talking about changes in management and things like that they've so like the fact that they've both come through it like it just makes me think both of them are going into this like with really no uh, trepidation, I suppose. Yeah, like. I, I, absolutely. I mean, like the 
the psychological angle is really interesting because I mean it's the accusation being put at war for teams for years can't beat Kilkenny in championship uh, the Galway thing is like Galway can't do it in Crow Park on the big days mm. and I mean they didn't they probably played better in 2015 when they beat Tip yeah. overall than they did a couple of weeks ago but they still got over the line and they showed like you know winning ugly I suppose is the phrase and for Waterford it was just about finally beating Kilkenny and like they did it in style that night so both of them have kind of smashed through those psychological barriers um, I think all of his one is a bigger one that they have one left to overcome <laughs> is, is, is to win that final um, you know just because the county has been in so many of them since 1988 um, I mean like that's that that I think we were referring to earlier but like they won 21 minors and club titles in Crow yeah. Park um, I was going through it like I mean about 20 of the squad have experience winning all Ireland final in Crow Park. So I mean, if you're trying to prepare them for it, you think like there's there's no excuses, lads. You know how to win an all Ireland final in Crow Park. You just got to do it with a different team and, and on the on the senior stage. That's exactly it. And uh, I think we'll, regardless of what happens on the day, like I think we'll see Galway's uh, players stepping up. Like uh, I just don't think there's anything anything kind of holding them back now anymore. Like uh, a couple of comments coming in here. Peter Scully, everyone's going for Galway. By the way, Peter Scully says Galway by one. Laid free by Joe Canning from distance. Hawkeye. It's a fairy, <laughs> fairy tale thing, isn't it? Hawkeye to display Taw on the big screen. 29 years of hurt over, says uh, says Peter Scully. Fair play to you. Maura Lynn, uh, may or may not be a relation of Johnny. Draw and the search for tickets will start again on Monday. I mean, we were talking about this... Uh, like you, you mentioned you've friends coming back from like America or yes, Central America. Central America traveling, another friends come back from the United States. I mean, I know this gets said every year that you know, God, the ticket hunt is mad, but I think there's an extra sense this year because it's two sides both aiming to end their respective famines. And I think there's maybe a desperation in each county going, you know, like Walford only been in two finals since 63. Hmm. So, like, you know, this doesn't happen every time, lads. And then I think Galway, maybe it's a thing that, like, you know, God, this this could finally be it, like, because they're not playing Kilkenny or Cork, the counties that they tend to, to lose in finals. So, I definitely think there's a bit of an added uh, desperation uh, for tickets this time, but. Uh, as happens every year. Everyone seems to get sorted by Saturday night, Sunday morning, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be uh, another person sorted, hopefully, by the end of this video or a little bit later on if you want to check in. So keep the predictions coming. Um, before we go, what do you reckon? How's it going to go? Um, I'm going to go with the consensus. Uh, not trying to be, to be wiser, but I, I have talked all the way all year. Um, I just think that they were building, and I just think the way that, you know, third year in a row, uh, getting to the last four stage, I think the, the game against Tip was the big one to, for them to overcome. Um, Watford a brilliant brilliant team and I think they've really really progressed this year for all the talk about the sweeper system I definitely think they're playing more expansive hurling mm. but I just think they're going to come up against the, the better side on Sunday uh, You're a devil for the consensus everyone seems to be going for Galway today I'll go with uh, Watford, so. No I'll go Galway and that is all we've got time for on Close Calls this week we will, we will be back on Monday with the GEA show uh, looking back on what's hopefully not a drawn All-Ireland final we'll see how it plays out until then thanks a million to Air Sport thanks a million to yourselves for the comments and for watching uh, best of luck with the tickets by the way keep the predictions flying in we will be picking a winner this evening but yeah until Monday take care